Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh and welcome to the airwaves of 91.3 FM stereo myself Shafiq Siddiq and the honorable Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels sitting right opposite me Sheikh assalamu alaikum wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Shafiq kayf al-hal and bihayr kayf ant alhamdulillah mashallah mashallah an honor for me to be sitting here and alhamdulillah we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant us the opportunity to interact yeah. And uh, the program being negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. Mm. Please, uh, we are encouraging people to listen attentively and then, of course, interact with us on the numbers. Uh, the SMS line 47913 Of course, the WhatsApp number is 0722380712. And uh, if the time allows us, then Sheikh Gabriels will do honors to your questions, inshallah. For now, I'll hand over to Sheikh to start off the program. Sheikh Tafadl. Bismillah. Shukran, Shafiq. Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لسان يفقو قولي اللهم لا تكلني إلى نفسي طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك My dear and beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and beloved and honorable youth and children and dear listeners of the voice of the Cape I greet you with the universal greetings of love and peace and honor and respect and mercy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam. Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us an honor again to speak to you. It's a great honor and a privilege for me to be with you in your homes, in your rooms, in your kitchens, in your vehicles, wherever you are here in Cape Town or in South Africa or any place in the world. But always remember that you are close to our hearts. And you are close to the airwaves of the voice of the Cape. Alhamdulillah. We bear testimony that no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone. And we also bear testimony that our beloved Nabi Muhammad is the final and the greatest messenger of Allah. Al-Qa'il, the one that said, Man salla alayya salatan wahidatan sallallahu ashran. Any person that puts one salah or one salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then Allah will put a ten salawat, ten mercy from Allah on you. Once again and every time we remind one another, the actual meaning of the hadith is, if you put, for example, a hundred salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu every day, then you can be guaranteed that Allah will put a thousand, a thousand mercy from Allah on you. Allahu Akbar. So once again, we ask everybody to join in in putting salawat on the Nabi Muhammad so And one of the reasons why we do it this way is because we believe when we are in the, in, in the studio and you at home and in the vehicles everywhere in Cape Town and outside Cape Town, if you put salawat on Rasulullah, then Cape Town is blessed with the mercy and the amount of mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabiyyil Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin 
من نبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم. Dear listeners, on one particular day, Rasulullah sallallahu encouraged these great Sahaba to prepare themselves and think about the day of Qiyamah and think about the last day. And then one person said, Ya Rasulullah, inni ukthiru salata alayk. Ya Rasulullah, I, I love to increase my salawat on you, Ya Rasulullah. Fakam aja'al laka min salati. So, so how much, how, how, how many of my time should I use to put salawat? The time that I no, normally use to make dua for myself. How many of that time must I put salawat on you, Ya Rasulullah? So Nabi Muhammad said, ma shi'ta, as you wish. And then, then the Sahabi said, a, rub, a quarter of my time, Ya Rasulullah. The Nabi Muhammad said, Ma shi'ta fa in zidta fa huwa khayrun lak. That is fine if you wish to put a, a quarter of your time, but if you increase, it would be better for you, says Rasulullah. And then he said, An nusf, what about half, Ya Rasulullah? And the Nabi Muhammad said, Ma shi'ta fa in zidta fa huwa khayrun lak. As you wish, but if you do more than a half, it will be better for you. Qultu fathuluthayn, Ya Rasulullah, what about two-thirds? Rasulullah said, as you wish, but if you do more, Allahu Akbar, it will be better for you. He, he, he then said, Ya Rasulullah, aja'al laka salati kullaha, so that I take all of that time to put salawat on you. The Nabi Muhammad said, idhan takfi hammuka wa yukhtharu dhambuka. If you're going to do that, you put so much of your time in putting salawat on me, all your, 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 your concerns and your worries will be seen too. And Allah will forgive all your sins. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. My dear ones, uh, allow me to say once again that uh, maybe we haven't yet realized the value of putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa So we want to make use of the opportunity today again to encourage one another to increase our salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad I want to remind everybody again that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Holy Quran Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi Indeed, Allah and Allah's billions and billions of malaika they put continuously salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ya iwa alladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima O Allah uh, yeah, Allah says, Ya Ayyuhaladina Amanu, oh you believe, you also take the honor and the privilege to continuously put salawat on the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You take the honor to put salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My dear ones, this program, Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage, as you know, that the first part we concentrate of reminding one another of remembering Allah and yes we make use every week of this opportunity to remind one another and to encourage one another to move to another level 
where this important part of our lives are concerned. I'm referring to putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Yes, in this program, we continuously remind one another that Allah subhanahu wa inform us, as I've just said, that in, imagine Allah says, Inna Allah. What does it mean, Inna Allah? Indeed, certainly Allah and Allah's malaika continuously put salawat on the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Oh, you believe? You also take the advantage. You also take the privilege. You also take the enjoyment. Yes, it's an enjoyment to put salawat on Rasulullah. It brings peace to your heart. It brings peace to your house. It brings peace to the whole community. You also take the benefit. You also take the profit. You also take the big favor in putting salawat and in joining Allah and Allah's malaika to put salawat on Rasulullah. If you really look at this ayah and ponder over this ayah, Allah says, Allah, Allah, Rabbul Alameen, and Allah's millions or billions of malaika, they put salawat on Rasulullah. Allah then says, says to us, Oh, you believe? You join me. And you join the malaika in putting salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. Sheikh, we're going for an ad break. Um, when we come back, we'll continue on the topic, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. Stay Amen. tuned, inshallah. Amen. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wabarakatuh Welcome to this beautiful Sunday morning on the Voice of the Cape With myself Shafiq Siddiq and the Honorable Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels We are speaking about negotiating pathways to a successful marriage The first part of the program The benefits of putting salawat on our beloved Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam That's right, that's right Shafiq uh, Dear listeners, um, as we said before the advertisement break That we make use of this program to, to encourage one another to increase our salawat on the Nabi Muhammad We want to advise one another. Uh, in other words, uh, you, you advise your family members, you advise your husband, your wife, your children, your grandchildren, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, uh, to organize ourselves in a much better way to put salawat on the Nabi Muhammad And to, to be more consistent for example, um, one of my friends told me that his father, uh, may Allah grant him Jannah, took Amen. the time between Maghrib and Isha every night to put salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad. Let me, let me repeat that. He told me, Sheikh, Wallahi, my beloved father, between Maghrib and Isha, he does nothing else. That is the time he put salawat on the Nabi Muhammad. That's so what, I, what I'm referring to. We must organize ourselves and we must be more consistent. We most consistent. So, mashallah, look at that uh, great honor for that father. But we must take heed and must take lessons from these type of examples. Because we have the time to do similar or even to improve or even to do better than that beloved father. Allah Akbar. My dear mothers and sisters and fathers and brothers and dear children, I'm looking forward actually to hear in a few years' time some of the dear listeners informing us and saying, Sheikh, can you remember on the 9th of April, April 2017, when you encouraged us to organize ourselves properly around the salawat and the Nabi Muhammad I just want to inform Sheikh that since that day, 
I've been consistently doing the following. For example, I'm just giving an example. After each and every wakt, I didn't stand up unless I've put 200 times salawat on Rasulullah. I really look forward to that day when somebody's going to tell me, or oh, so many listeners are going to tell me, Sheikh, it's now five years ago when I heard you on the 9th of April, but Alhamdulillah, I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first, and then I want to thank you for reminding us and advising us. So, so, so that is the way forward, my dear listeners. So before we move on, let us again to, uh, together put more salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad in a special way that we, the people of Cape Town, are putting salawat on Rasulullah in beautiful ways and in different ways, inshallah. So please, everybody, join in, inshallah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Rahim al Shukran to everybody and shukran to our presenter today, Shafiq, for Subhanallah. Sam Jawab. Alhamdulillah. That is the spirit of Cape Town. Alhamdulillah. Furthermore, my dear ones, we are now almost in the half of the sacred month of Rajab, which means that we are so close to the great month of Ramadan. And we need to make a big hype of Ramadan coming. We need to make a big build up. From now onwards, already, until the coming of the great month of Ramadan. Already, my dear ones, many people and children and youth are treating and considering the month of Ramadan as just another month. And that is worrying. So allow me to suggest that at, uh, uh, at our around-the-tables discussions, and we make dua, uh, Brother Shafiq, that... Um, 
Allah must grant that that must be still the situation in our homes. Amen. That, that is one of the ways that we as children in our homes have learned, for example, to love Allah and to love Rasulullah and to respect people because our fathers and our mothers, when we had supper together, and then they will talk about these beautiful things. They will talk about the Hajj. They will talk about Rasulullah. And that is where you develop love for Rasulullah. Wasallam. And, and, and no, no, I'm suggesting that uh, uh, around our uh, tables, discussions, we should regularly and continuously discuss the month of Ramadan. Uh, that's the way our children learn. We speak about its greatness. We speak about what are we going to do this month of Ramadan? What are we going to do different? From last year, um, we're going to discuss, for example, um, are we going to have the normal TV programs, uh, the soapies and all the films and, 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 and but beautiful discussion with the guidance from Allah, the family is going to decide, no, 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 Ramadan, 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 we maybe look at news and certain other things that's of benefit, but uh, films and soapies, we're going to give a temporary talaq. Temporary talaq, and then maybe after the month of Ramadan, we'll consider to take a, a, a bowl in the beautiful back and, mm. and, and uh, so many other films. You understand? But, but these, this, is, this is a spirit, and you know, Allah will be so, so proud of us that we already discussed now in our homes the greatness of the month of Ramadan. We can also discuss um, uh, the reading of the Quran, the khatams, how many khatams are we going to complete, make competition. Uh, as we've heard, uh, Dr. Ibrahim Akuji, may Allah grant him jannah to for those. Uh, even Sheikh uh, Irfan uh, admits that Sheikh Irfan couldn't beat him. Mm. And he's a medical doctor. He was not a Sheikh. He was not a Mawlana. He was a medical doctor. He was busy in his surgery. But he, he, he's given all his time in the month of Ramadan to the Holy Quran. Allahu Akbar. And, and then, and then uh, we also can discuss, are we just going to read the Quran, Shafiq, and dear listeners? Or are we going to make use of the time to contemplate on the words of Allah? Because maybe that is an area that we need to look into. Uh, are we just going to read the Quran and no understanding? Is that what Allah wants? That is definitely the reason why Allah has sent down the Quran. Uh, uh, but Allah is asking the question, Quran? Don't people make time to contemplate and ponder over the words of Allah? Allah is asking the question. And as you know, Brother Shafiq, if uh, your father or your mother asks you a question, uh, the correct adab is to respond to your mother. And say, Mommy, yes, uh, that's a good question, Mommy, and uh, I'm going to respond to Mommy and I'm going to do this. And But if you just walk away, Mommy asks you a question and you just walk away, Daddy asks you a question, just walk away. That is considered as uh, not beautiful character, mm. it's ugly character. Now, if that is where your father is concerned or your mother is concerned, what about when Allah is asking the question? Allah is asking the question, Quran. Don't people make time to ponder and to contemplate? on the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we can discuss. I'm suggesting that we discuss from now on already with our children and our family. What are we going to do in the month of Ramadan, the month of the Quran? And Allah's asking the question and we admit, Ya Allah, we didn't have time to ponder over the Holy Quran. And uh, even, uh, Shafiq, another important part, uh, uh, you know, we can have different intentions. We, we're going to stop doing this. We're going to stop doing that. For example, our beloved brothers and sisters are smoking. Many of them have uh, uh, got a feeling they want to stop smoking. And maybe Ramadan, not maybe, but certainly Ramadan is the best time. Because you are staying away from cigarettes from Fajr until Maghrib. So you might as well tell yourself, look, 
klamak, sumano drita laksi. Ni ien talak pa si saupis ni, marisakaris kan jisuma drita laksi si isuom asiman para madan kum. Ek talak fio, ek talak fio, en ek talak fio. Because it's drie talak si isafik, dan kan jy moes weer terugvatte. Allahu akbar. So Allah moet het gelig maak, you know. Because this is a very serious matter, brother Shafiq, and dear listeners, the smoking. My feeling is, and my assessment is, there are some people in the month of Ramadan, they can do without food. But they can't do without cigarettes. And and my assessment is my reading is brother Shafiq that some of the people they don't uh, they don't they sometimes they, they they don't fast in the month of Ramadan. They can stay away from 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 food, but they will break the fast in smoking because they can't do without smoking. That is how bad smoking is. You understand? I've even experienced on Hajj. You tell the people, look, in in ihram, you are not allowed to put on perfume, a licorice. Now what about the smell of cigarettes, Allahu Akbar. The cigarettes to the majority of the ulama, it's not permissible, it's haram. Now how can, but people are so much addicted to smoking. They even smoke while they are in ihram. So we make use of this great instrument that Allah has granted us, the radio, to motivate one another, to advise one another. Make it intention from now onwards already that this Ramadan is this. This is your year that you're going to give up smoking for the sake of Allah, Amen. for the sake of Allah, for no other reason. Inshallah. Sheikh, um, we're going to go for news, but before we do that, I'm just going to go through a few of yeah. the, the WhatsApp messages from the number three zero four six, making du'a for Sheikh Gabriel's and family. Allah grant you all the hair and barakah. Inshallah. Uh, the next one as follows: Assalamualaikum, Sheikh. My daughter is at the. Muslim Judicial Council for counseling. Mm. They went for a few sessions, uh, sessions, but things are not getting better, and uh, they are asking for advice with regards to, um, you know, the the situation. There's abuse, there's verbal abuse, mm. and uh, perhaps just some advice where Sheikh is concerned and mm. the the topic at hand, inshallah. Yeah, sometimes uh, Brother Shafiq and I dear uh, uh, listener that have asked this question, sometimes. Uh, um, uh, the, the, the sessions at the MCG goes on and at a crucial moment some people st stay away and say oh, oh there's no use going there because nothing happened mm. we just want to remind even uh, uh, applying for a divorce from a magistrate court it takes a long time it takes maybe a year two years something three years so I would advise that person just to continue it, it will come to an end it will come to an end. It's not going to continue like that. If there's still verbal abuse and whatever physical abuse, whatever the case may be, uh, just have patience and continue going to the MCC. You will get the result. Inshallah. Sheikh, the next one uh, from the number 4663. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Advice, Kanala. My husband of 32 years gave me a talaq three years ago, mm. all in one row. He uttered the words three times before Ma'idah was done. We're back together. Now, Sheikh, I'm wondering. Are we living in haram? Mm. Must we get married again? It's mm. a big worry for me. Yeah, very good question. Very good question. And that this just shows that our people's iman mm. is worried. Now, uh, I just want to tell that sister that um, yeah, at the MCC we consider if a person has given his wife three talaks in one sitting, uh, after the person comes to the MCC and explains to us uh, the great possibilities that we consider that to be one talak. But that, uh, she can't take it from me from over the radio. Mm. She needs to come to office of the MCC, explain our uh, position, and then we will give the ruling, inshallah. Inshallah, we will be 
continuing with the program negotiating pathways to a successful marriage Assalamu alaikum, welcome back 91.3 FM Studio with myself Shafiq Sadiq and the Honorable Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. The program being negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. Sheikh, before the break, uh, Sheikh mentioned with regards to smoking and uh, people making intention to give up smoking, especially in the month of Ramadan. Mm. And two WhatsApp messages referring to what Sheikh ended off the program with. Mm. This one says from the number 4704. Assalamu alaikum, shukran to Sheikh for the powerful words regarding smoking. It really touched me and making niya, I mean, it's a bit tough though, but I have made my niya and make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants me that intention, inshallah. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. That's a great spirit, uh, Shafiq. Allahu Akbar. I'm very proud of that sister or brother. Uh, and and I, I really feel happy because, I mean, this this is the intention of the program. This is the re- reason why we are here on a Sunday morning. Um, and, uh, and if that is the response, alhamdulillah, we, we can thank Allah that uh, this radio has really done its uh, duty and alhamdulillah given the haq to the people Amen. so uh, uh as as the sister or the brother says it's going to be tough but uh, the bigger the sacrifice the bigger the reward by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so alhamdulillah i'm so happy that i could have uh, touched her or him or many of the other listeners to make intention inshallah to stop smoking inshallah, inshallah. and then just the next one before we continue with the program uh, from the number 2692 uh, Haji going for Hajj this year, inshallah. Mm. Just heard your topic with regards to smoking in Ihram. Mm. Is it haram or not to smoke in Ihram? Yeah. If it is, I will not smoke. Eh, barakallah Once again, that, that is the, the, the spirit. Uh, first of all, uh, Brother Shafiq and dear listeners, um, uh, Allah says in the Quran, فَمَنْ فَرَضَ فِينَ الْحَجَّةِ Whosoever goes in ihram for hajj, oh, this, this eye specifically, when you go in ihram, rafatha means two things. Uh, you are not allowed when your wife is with to have jima, intimacy with your wife while you're in ihram. At any other given time, you are, you know, it's permissible, it's halal for you. But in ihram, you give yourself completely over to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wala fusuqa and no wrongdoings and no disobedience. Now, now we, we, we want to divide the smoking, uh, the ruling. The majority of the ulama say it's haram. Now, even that small minority that says no, it's, not, it's not haram, it's makru. In other words, it's not permissible, but it's makru. It's lilak, it's ugly. Now, what, do, you, do you want to do something that is ugly? I, I, want to, I just want to make it clear, the majority of the ulama say it is haram to smoke. So you can't smoke. You can't do something that is haram uh, while you're in ihram. But okay, let, let us say uh, uh, this person follow the other ruling that says makru. You know. So so if it is makru, how can you do it in in uh, in uh, in ihram? In ihram, you're not allowed to cut your nails. That is permissible. You're not uh, allowed to put on perfume. You're not allowed to brush your hair. How can you smoke in ihram? So uh, that that haji or that khujaji. That is the spirit. If you've heard something, like Allah says, Remind one another, because by reminding one another is a benefit for the mu'mineen. And we make dua that at Hajj, inshallah, when he goes for Hajj, that he don't do smoking in ihram, but more than that, we make dua 
that Allah must grant that that haji makes my intention, inshallah, after hajj that is not going to smoke Ameen. again, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. inshallah. Sheikh, yes, the program being negotiating pathways to a successful marriage, and we latched on on how we as parents can sit our family members down and we speak about what is to come and we're now in the month of Rajab. Inshallah. So uh, dear listeners, yeah, just to, to, to end that part of uh, preparing ourselves for Ramadan, uh, I was thinking about the wordings Iqataraba Ramadan. Ramadan is getting closer and closer. وَالنَّاسُ fi ghafla And people are unconcerned about the day of Qiyamah. They are unconcerned about the month of Ramadan. Now the reason why I'm saying that is uh, I make dua that me first and all of us, we are not of those people who are not concerned about, Amen. but in fact that we are preparing ourselves for the month of Ramadan, inshallah. And it reminds me of an ayah in the Quran, uh, Brother Shafiq and dear listeners, Allah, Allah says in the Quran, nasi The day of judgment, the day of reckoning is getting closer and closer. Uh, uh, and humanity at large, they are unconcerned about the day of Qiyamah. They're not worried about the day of Qiyamah. Now, the guidance from the Quran, the reason why Allah is mentioning that, because Allah sent the Quran as a form of guidance for all of us. So Allah don't want us to be of those people who are not concerned and worried about the day of Qiyamah. But rather, Allah wants us to every day be concerned about the day of Qiyamah. Just for example, uh, uh, Brother Shafiq, our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir, Whosoever believes in Allah and the last day, let him honor his neighbors. So even how you treat your neighbors is linked with your belief in Allah and you believe in the day of Qiyamah. You're worried about the day of Qiyamah. What's Allah going to say about you if you've ill-treated your neighbors? And then Rasulullah says, And whosoever believes in Allah and the last day, let him honor his guest. It is linked with the day of Qiyamah. Allah is going to question you, why did you honor your guests? That is so important in the deen of Islam. And by Allah and Rasulullah. And, and you know, sometimes in the times that we live in now because of, 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 of the TV and the sports, sometimes people come to visit us. They look so forward to come and visit us. And when they come, when, for example, Barcelona and Real Madrid, the Real Madrid, Real Madrid is playing, no, 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 Osmani, you must honor. You must, you know, you take out your best. Actually, some of some tits and as a chastukum, the halos, I marry biscuits and tin. No, Osmani, best it all. You understand? You honor your guests. And then Rasulullah says, whosoever believes in Allah and Rasul and, and the day of Qiyamah, whenever you speak, you only speak good. If there's nothing good to say, rather keep quiet. So even in Osprat Mosiakadah, in Osprat Baya, even you're, you're speaking and you're talking every day, you must link it with the Dev Kiyama. Because the Dev Kiyama, you are going to be questioned of whatever you've said. You understand? So um, what I'm trying to say is, the Dev Kiyama, Allah says the Dev Kiyama gets closer and closer, but people are unconcerned. And we, we, we take from that ayah, the month of Ramadan is getting closer and closer and people are not even worried about the, the month of Ramadan. And, and this must be a great concern, uh, Brother Shafiq, because unfortunately, may Allah protect our youth, Amen. but many of our, our youth are not fasting in the month of Ramadan. One of the teachers of the high schools in Cape Town told me, Sheikh, there's some Muslim children, they, they think that smoking is about just staying away from food. They're drinking water on school. 
and they're smoking cigarettes, they think that's right. Mm. I mean, if that is the understanding of our youth, the future leaders, then we must be very much concerned. And that's why we need to speak to our children, inshallah. Sheikh, I would like to just add to that um, mm. comment that the teacher actually made. Yeah. And uh, my wife is a teacher and she's mm. experienced the exact same thing. Subhanallah. Um, and she's actually made a comment one day by saying that the child asked her, oh. uh, but miss, isn't it normal? Mm. Doesn't this... Can this not happen in mm. the month of Ramadan? We yeah. stay away from food, but uh. we are allowed to smoke uh. because it's a norm. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, salam. It has yeah, been seen. So, yeah. so the concern is, uh, if, if, if that is the understanding amongst our youth, then that must be a great concern for all of us. So, But once again, may Allah protect us and Ameen. may Allah grant that this month of Ramadan is going to be the best month of Ramadan Ameen. for Muslims, Ameen. not only in Cape Town, but all over the world, inshallah. So, dear listeners, um, the du'a that we're going to learn today, because every week we learn either a dhikr or a du'a, is the famous du'a that was made by Rasulullah at the beginning of Rajab. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa sha'ban wa ballighna Ramadan. Oh Allah, increase our goodness and our blessings in the month of Rajab and in the month of Sha'ban and grant us to reach the month of Ramadan. Begin for us om nog te experience nog een Rasulullah het al twee maanden voor die tijd al uitgekeek al. O Allah, begin voor mij om nog te lieven die maand van Ramadan. So that was, uh, uh, that is a clear indication that how Rasulullah was preparing himself for the month of Ramadan. And I've, uh, on Tuesday night I was on radio and I discussed uh, full uh, in how Rasulullah used to increase the fasting in, in Rajab and in, especially in Sha'ban. And when Rasulullah was asked, Ya Rasulullah, but we haven't seen you fasting so much sunnah fasting than any other month in Sha'ban. Why? Rasulullah said, in, in honor and respect for the month of Ramadan. In honor and respect for the month of Ramadan. What a suitable and appropriate answer. Alhamdulillah. Sheikh, we're going for ads um, just before we do what uh, the, the dua that she has just made now. And, yeah. and it's a dua that we hear especially a, yeah, a few months and a few weeks before the month yeah. of Ramadan. It takes me back many years ago when mm. the month of Ramadan approaches then mm. family th there's excitement yeah, because Ramadan is, is coming in Allah the home and we know of course the kids will be cookies ah. and, and the boys are, are taken to masjid yes. for taraweeh prayers and so on and those were the type of things mm. that kept families together Allah Allah and, Allah and that is what the program is about negotiating pathways to successful, to successful marriage, marriage as well as successful yeah. families that's right that's so stay right. tuned we'll be back after this break <laughs> Assalamu alaikum, welcome back. Negotiating pathways to a successful marriage with the Honorable Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. And you can interact with us on the number 0722380712. We have quite a few WhatsApp messages that have come through and request for with regards to questions. However, I'll allow Sheikh to continue with the program. And um, if we have time, inshallah, we'll continue inshallah. with WhatsApp. Inshallah. Dear listeners, uh, just uh, I'm repeating that dua so that we can learn it and make it every day, inshallah, at least five times per day after every waqt to say, Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'ban. Allahumma. Barik lana. It will, it's simple to, re, to remember it. We, we all know the word Allahumma. We just need to uh, uh, add Barik lana, 
barik lana means oh Allah increase us in good deeds and increase our blessings fi rajab fi means in fi rajab wa sha'ban so we know the word rajab we know the word sha'ban Allahumma barik lana Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'ban wa ballighna the other word that we need to learn is ballighna we know Ramadan also wa ballighna Ramadan wa ballighna Ramadan oh Allah fakhin funs um intahal so Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa ballighna Ramadan. Also dear listeners, as part of our preparations for the month of Ramadan, we need to seriously increase our dhikrullah. For example, we need to increase to say, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, and we say it with the intention, we intend in the heart, and Allah knows what goes on in the heart. Allah knows all the intentions. We say it in increase uh, these four words that is most beloved to Allah with the intention that Allah grant us to be prepared for the month of Ramadan. So, as man for Ramadan, kum, and the beauty of this is when Nabi Muhammad says, Whatever we do is according to our intentions. And whatever you've intended for, Allah will grant that you will attain it. So, if the intention is by saying the dhikrullah, subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, with the intention to be ready for Ramadan, Allah will grant that we will be ready for the month of Ramadan, inshallah. We also need to increase our istighfar, in other words, to ask Allah forgiveness, by, by just saying merely, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. Once again, we just want to remind everybody that uh, sometimes we, we, we sit at hospital, and then uh, uh, at hospital, Safiq, you sit for three hours, four hours, but day hospital, you know, sometimes, in Kivazek Khavizan, in the hospital in Mitchell's plane. And uh, for, for for my son, so I noticed somebody performing there in front of the people, and he says, "Yeah, okay." And the name had it and so and so and so. And as the name is written, Allah. Was the old man sitting there from six o'clock in the morning, sometimes five o'clock. They sit until twelve o'clock, one o'clock, and sometimes they're not been seen to. But anyway, the point I want to make is: so whilst sitting at the hospital, instead of frustrating yourself. Keep you busy with the remembrance of Allah. Then it will bring contentment. Uh, even if you stand in the line for the for the bank or the ATM, and you know, I was by plekke wat ons moet baie lang staan, and sommige tye ons kleer lange plekke, ons is nog langer staan. And sometimes I go to the bank manager and I said, is it because of we are in a colored area that we have only three tellers? But if I go now to claim one in these places, there are some of five tellers, seven tellers, I stand in long day. But anyway, that's another discussion. <laughs> that's another discussion. The point I want to make is, um, when you drive to work, when you sit in the train, you sit in the bus, it is with the remembrance of Allah that you will find contentment and happiness. And truly, uh, now the other day, Shafiq, uh, one of uh, my friends he told me, Sheikh, is nogal waarheid wat ik zei op je radio, na? Ja, ek in die oogend as ek so reed, en ek vereg op my pad, die pad is so vol, en ek moet dit by die week wees. But since I were now busy with the dhikrullah, now it, it flows. Yeah. You know, uh, ek is nie gewaardheid, ek is nie my anxious, ek vereg nie meer van my nie. Uh, and that is what the remembrance of Allah does. Because Allah confirms in the Quran, it is with the remembrance of Allah that you will find happiness and contentment in your heart, inshallah. 
Check on the WhatsApp line from the number 8264. This one is also um, touching the heart and it, 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 it really is a concern. Mm. It goes as follows. Assalamualaikum. I would like to ask Sheikh the following question. My daughter has turned away from the Deen of Islam. Mm. Her son's confirmation is in this month. She asked me and her father to attend. Are we permitted to attend? And can I contribute towards that? Oh, what is what is what what uh, what's the function again? The um, the son is the son is having his confirmation. He's being confirmed in church because oh. the daughter turned away from Islam. Oh. No, no, uh, we we don't uh, we don't attend these uh, type of uh, you know. So so she became murtad. Yes. Yeah. So no, you definitely that's a definite no. That uh, you don't need and you shouldn't. And you can't mm. attend uh, that, that particular function. We are, what, what I can advise the parents is to make continuous dua that Allah subhanahu must grant uh, hidayah to that particular child and Allah return her to, to, to the deen of Islam. That's the best they can do, inshallah. Inshallah. From the number, okay, I don't see the number, but the following questions is, Asalaamu Alaikum, what if the man says, I wish to talak you? Mm. Yeah, that is... Uh, that we call in Arabic a kinaya. That is not a, a straight and a frank and a open talaq. Uh, so that is not accepted as a, as a talaq. So if he says, I wish to talaq you, that is not a talaq. You know. So. 4613, Sheikh goes as follows. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, son-in-laws not loving the mother-in-laws like their own mothers. It's a huge problem mm. in our societies. Mm. Advice, Fadwik. Yeah, that, that is. Uh, in fact, uh, Shafiq, I have. Int- I had intention to 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 uh, to have a special topic on that. Uh, that the the relationship between uh, mother-in-law and son-in-law and daughter-in-law, and uh, in fact, pa- part of our topic today is about attitudes, and also mindsets. Uh, the Western world uh, uh, paints a bad picture, for example, of the mother-in-law. She's a bad woman, and so whatever the case may be, is and, and that is to, totally un-Islamic. To make up your mind, for me, skuma, whatever the, the the words and the ugly words are. So um, I always tell people when I counsel them that uh, you take your mother-in-law and your father-in-law as your own. And 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 uh, uh, first of all, uh, for for the for the person that has asked the question, uh, the the the. My own mother and my own father, I'm talking general, are wonderful people, but they're not ambiya, they're not prophets, and they're not malaika. So my own mother and my own father and all our mothers and our fathers, they are human beings, they make mistakes. And that includes my mother-in-law and my father-in-law. Understand? So I always tell people that um, you take your mother-in-law and your father-in-law as your own. And what I mean by that, Shafiq, is that my mother... Even what I visit the president of the MCC, as my mama for me will recht sit, then sit she for me recht. Yeah. Because never mind if she is the president of the MCC, she is my seen. And she's got all the right. Right? So she, she would tell me or scold me. And most of the times my mother was correct. But there were some times when my mother was wrong. But because she's my mother, I would never ever use the advantage to say, Mama, I would never say an ugly word to my mother. So that is the meaning of taking your mother-in-law as your own. If your mother-in-law also makes a mistake, mistake and says something wrong to you, and you know she's wrong, you must adopt the same attitude. But he's somebody, you just swallow it in, because she is your mother. She is the mother of your spouse. 
And what uh, you know, what, what is important, Shafiq, and while we are talking about negotiating parties with, to a successful marriage, uh, your wife or your husband, you, you love, you love your wife. But if if your wife is going to respect my mother and my father, I'm going to love you even more. And the same with a girl. She loves her husband. And if she notices that my husband has caused so much respect for my mother and my father, and sometimes my mother and my father is a bit offside, but he, he, he tolerates it and he overlooks it, then my love is going to increase for my husband. And on the other side of the coin, if I notice that my, my, my spouse... We might, we might continue with the marriage, but we're not going to be so close because you are not respecting my mother and my father because that's a, that's a, a sore point in life, a sore point in life. So may Allah protect and may Allah guide our, our mindsets and our attitudes and our hearts. Amen. Allah says in Quran, This is a very important ayah, Shafiq. I say this is a, 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 a little ayah or a small ayah uh, you know, that sometimes we don't take note of. Allah says, and whosoever believes in Allah, Allah will guide your heart. You know, and you must you must believe in it. If you believe in Allah and you put your trust in Allah, Allah will guide your heart. So don't have attitudes with your mother-in-law and your father-in-law. It's not going to pay off. You're not going to benefit. You're not going to benefit in any way. But you're going to benefit if you humble yourselves. You're going to benefit if you do exactly what Allah says to you. How you must do with your mother and your father. Lower your wings of mercy to your mother and your father. Now you got married. Now you've got another mother and a father. It's your, your, your wife's mother and father. It's your husband's mother and father. If you're going to lower your wings of mercy to them, and if you're bristanoni and opstan and boastin boastan with your schoonman, schoonpani, if you're going to lower your wings, you're always going to be the winner. Always going to be the winner. You're going to be the winner in your family. You're going to make success of your marriage. And you're definitely going to be a winner by Allah the day of your Qiyamah, inshallah. One that touches the heart again, um, um, Sheikh goes as follows. Assalamualaikum. I have a friend. She is humble, good-hearted, and salahs on time daily. Mm-hmm. But always ask the question, is my salah accepted? Mm-hmm. She is very humble. She makes dua. She reads um, her salahs. She knows a few surahs. Mm-hmm. However, she cannot recite the Quran and she is 60 years old already. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. 60 years old, Allahu Akbar. Now Allah subhanahu will accept her sincerity. SubhanAllah. And, uh, and, uh, and I, w- I was just thinking now while you were asking the question that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, the great Sahabi, he says that if he, if, he, if he knows for sure that Allah has accepted one sujood, then he don't want to live any, any longer because then he knows Allah has granted him to be of the muttaqeen. <laughs> so what I'm saying, that great Sahabi was always also concerned. So even our mother of 60 years old, she's concerned. Did Allah accept? Inshallah, we make dua that Allah must accept our salah. But that is also a great feeling. Like Allah says in the Quran, the believers, they sacrifice their sides from their home beds. Uh, they are appealing to Allah. Out of fear. For the, for the fire of Jahannam and about hope that Allah is going to accept them and grant them Jannah. So that is our lives. We, we're not saying that uh, I make Salah and I know my Salah is accepted. No, no. That is not our adab with Allah. We, we are continuing and we are hoping. That's, that's what Allah says. The believers, they, they stand up in the middle of the night out of fear and hope. 
that Allah is going to accept them and grant them Jannah, inshallah. One that touches uh, uh, the, the the topic, mm. um, and and Sheikh just beautifully explained how you should live with your parents as well as your mother and father-in-law. And this mm. one says, "Assalamu alaikum, Imam. I'm staying with one of my children, but every time I must hear when I'm gonna move, I must hear when am I going to move mm. out, because they want to live alone as a family, and I'm a single mom." Yeah. No, there is uh, something that is by In fact, but I used to fish uh, in Turkey. He, he was a paramedic. Then he says, he said to me, Sheikh, uh, sometimes the, the children phone that Mama need to come to hospital. Then why do you Mama to the hospital? No, I have a train gestort, I have a good day. So I used to say, Mama, brother, or my son, Ek is nie actually sick nie. My kinders wil net vir my uit, die, uit vir die weekend, hulle wil alleen by die huis wees. So hulle push my uit na die hospital toe. Ek, het die, ek is nie sick nie. Ek wil die hospital toe gaan nie. They found the ambulance, they must come and fetch mama. Allahu Akbar, la hawla wa la kwata illa billah. So uh, look at this, um, <laughs> as in nog een keer wat ek heel het, uh, uh, Shafiq, uh, die mama is by die radio, het hem af, sê is by die hospital, sê wacht, vaar dochter vaar toe kom haal. En sê wacht, en sê wacht, amper twee ure, and to and to the doctor finally come to 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 say to my mama, mama, I can't believe it. Actually, decide or believe for mama, me here be or say isni. Yeah, Allah, astaghfirullahalazim. So I, I'm glad that people are sending in these uh, so that so many other children can learn and realize that if ajifa mama brees it, then it's your jannah brees. Allah Akbar, your jannah brees. But if a mama fra for you, you know, you must do with the pleasure. Subhanallah. As mama gesoon gewees het, dan sal mama weer als vir ons gedoen het. My mother, she lived until 72 years, until the last. Uh, our children, our, our sisters, and Anna say, mama, mama kan doen wat sit, ons van mama sy, mama sy, nee, ek wil vir julle sy. Until the last. Until the last. So, so it's good that people are uh, uh, um, sending these questions, so that we can just remind children, that, that if they have the honor to look after their mothers, you must grab it with both hands. Grab it with both hands, inshallah. This one goes as follows, and it says that it is sad to hear that marriages of the youth, mm. they're throwing in the towel so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's, there's a lot of factors mm. to, towards that. Uh, and one of the main factors, uh, Shafiq, believe it or not, is that um, shaitan, you know, uh, shaitan, uh, shaitan the, the, all the different shaitans, they do most different work. They, they cause somebody to gamble, they cause somebody to smoke uh, tacha and, 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 and drugs and, uh, and uh, so many other things cause people to, to lie. And, uh, but the shaitan that manages to break up a family and to break up a marriage, the iblis, the main iblis says to him, because they are all reporting, Annually, all the conferences, the shaitans at all conferences. Then sit the great iblis in the middle. And I ask you, what did you do? And what did you do? report all. They say, okay, okay, Sajima, Sajima. But the one that says that I've managed to break up a family, and I cause a split and separation between husband and wife, then say the great iblis, now you come here, you come sit next to me, you have done the best. And our people must be alert, and our young people must be alert. يُفَرِّقُونَ بَيْنَ الْمَرْءِ وَزَوْجِهِ Allah says in Quran, the shaitans, they, 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 يُفَرِّقُونَ, they split, they break up, it is a man and fro. 
So we, uh, these are things that we need to discuss with our children. We need to, to um, train our children to have patience and perseverance. That, that's what Allah says. وَعَشِرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ Live in the most beautiful fashion with your wives. فَإِنْ كَرِهْتُمُونَ And if, is, if there's something in your wife that you dislike, uh, and, and there is going to be because your wife and you are not anbiya, a prophet, or, 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 or one of the angels. If there's something in your wife that you dislike, Allah says in the Quran, don't be in a hurry. But rather have patience. I'd rather have perseverance and Safiq, listen to what Allah says. No? Listen to what Allah says. And if you have patience and per- perseverance, Allah will grant a lot of good. It's going to happen to you because of your perseverance. And some of the ulama of tafsir say, part of the good that's going to happen to you, Allah is going to grant that your children is going to be pious children, just because of your perseverance. Mm. You know, uh, two weeks ago I said um, an old man uh, once met me at Habibia Masjid. He said, Sheikh, the hadith that I've heard today, I've heard it many years ago. The Nabi Muhammad says, La yafruku mu'minun mu'minatan. A mu'min, a mu'min man does not hate his, his mu'min wife. If, if he sees something wrong in her, then he overlook it and he look at all the other good things. He says, Wallahi, Sheikh, that hadith kept my marriage intact. There was, under, uh, there was a time when I was on the verge to break up my marriage. But because of that hadith, the Rasulullah says, Maak my uchtu for the paar dingetjes and kijk maar naar die groot picture and amal die goeie dinge wat jou vroeg vir jou doen. You know, and, and, and that is actually what, what, he, what he has done. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Sheikh, we're going for ads. When we come back, um, the following question, um, just to think about it, um, and Sheikh spoke about what are we going to be doing for the month of Ramadan? Mm. It goes as follows. The TV gets covered up in the month of Ramadan. Oh, Akbar. And um, Sheikh Prat van Cigarettes, Los and Nipuasa. What van mans and frowns, what fasach and talaks cry in Nipuasa? Stay tuned. We'll be back after this break. <laughs> Asalaamu Alaikum, welcome back Negotiating Pathways to a successful marriage Inshallah with the Honorable Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels Sheikh, we've touched on quite a bit of issues yeah. relating to the topic And it comes back to the topic Yes To have a successful marriage Yeah Things need to be put into place That's right, In sir. a family unit Yeah and um, Auntie Karima Lakay mm. of Mitchell's Plain says, Shukran so much for the beautiful program. It's mm. touching her heart. Mm. Beautiful program. And she, you know, she makes dua for Sheikh and says, Allah must grant Sheikh Ameen. a long life to Ameen. continue with this, inshallah. Amin, amin, inshallah. Before the break, Sheikh, the yeah. question was uh, with relating to um, the month of Ramadan is yeah. approaching. You mean to see Allah City TV that would took a Beautiful, beautiful. Allah and then in the same breath, um, mm. ask the question with relating to giving up smoking in the month of mm. Ramadan. What about getting a uh, left, right, and center? Fasakhs and talaks mm. are being yeah. issued, especially in yeah. the month of Ramadan. No, at the month of Ramadan, I agree with that listener. At the month of Ramadan, you must respect the month of Ramadan. In fact, uh, I, for, for a long time, work in the social welfare department at the MCC. And I also on Saturday, uh, Thursday mornings, I sit with uh, our great Mufti, former Maulana Yusuf Karan. 
and also in Mamouti Sapan. We had a principal at, at, uh, in the month of Ramadan in, uh, at the MCC. We don't issue fasakhs and talaks in the month of Ramadan. It can wait. And in fact, we say to the couple, uh, no, no, inshallah, go through the month of Ramadan. It might just be because of the barakah of the month of Ramadan that Allah will grant the two of you, your hearts will come together, inshallah. So I agree with that listener. Uh, you know, smoking in the month of Ramadan and no, also no fasakhs and no talaks in the month of Ramadan. Dear listeners, um, we also want to say today, uh, we want to speak about the importance of having a good and a positive attitude in a marriage. And we also want to speak today about how destructive bad attitudes can have on a marriage. It has been said that attitude is our best friend or our worst enemy. And it's also said that attitude either draws people closer to you or it distances them from you. And that is exactly what is in marriage. A husband with a good attitude, his wife will grow closer and closer to him. A wife with a good attitude, her husband will grow closer and closer. And the opposite is also the truth. If we have bad attitudes around one another, Unaccept, unacceptable attitudes. It's either, it's either going to break up the marriage or the couple is going to be together but miles apart. So, and a major part, dear listeners, of the attitudes is the mindset of the individual. For example, the wife has made up her mind that whatever her husband is going to say or advise, she's going to oppose it. That is attitude. That's that's not a good attitude. That's bad attitudes. That is not an Islamic attitude. And this can be so destructive. And, and many, many times it destroys the children. Because whenever the father gives a ruling, the mother says the opposite. You know, I can once again speak, uh, uh, speak out of my, my home where, where I grew up. As ons for mama isfra. Mama kan ons swim to gaan, kan ons na die bad to gaan, te gaan swim. Is there any of you who are Yeah, also, who are What do you say? What do you say? No, come, 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 That's beautiful. These, these are the principles. You understand? And we are speaking about negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. I mean, imagine there's a real skip, Shafiq, and the captain says, the, the, the under captain says, no, no, we're going this way. Ah, problems, 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 ya Allah. Uh, as this, uh, um, Dr. Tamaf Sheikh Ibrahim Daoud, Moich explained it, that you, uh, you and your, your, your partner, the husband and your wife, you are taking the plane and you've got your destination. And Oswit Muswa is also destination. Our destination is Allah. Our destination is the Jannah. And you've got passengers. Yeah, understand. And and as he as he pilot and the co-pilot soundwick, then Khadus inshallah salamat kumbi was the destination. But just imagine the pilot and co-pilot is fight, uh, fighting in front. To say Sheikh Ibrahim Dawood, then mudos mari perisus kibri kenas alamujam. Yeah, salam. You're bound for destruction. So, um, uh, 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 for example, uh, as as he pa itse, the imam would agree. And so bad attitudes is going, to help, is going to destroy the children. For example, I'm just making an example, uh, uh, Shafiq and dear listeners. The, 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 the girl comes home and says, Daddy, uh, you know, I'm matric today, no, Daddy, uh, this year. And we have a matric ball in September. Can I go to the matric ball? Daddy said, no, 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 no. It's a lot of haram things and, and, and whatever the case may be and dancing and whatever. The mommy said, no, 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 putty. So you refer to a booty as no a man. Uh, uh, a booty. 
So he said, my girl, you just go to the matric ball. It's only once in your lifetime. Don't listen to your dad. He's not outits. That is very, very destructive. It reminds me of my great ustas uh, in Egypt, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishk. Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishk was uh, recently still in Egypt. He passed away uh, on about 15 years ago. And, and he was a, a blind uh, uh, person. But uh, we believe that he uh, couldn't see with, the, with, the, with his physical eyes, but he could see with the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kish, this is briefly uh, Shafiq, he died in sujood on a Friday morning. Every Friday morning, when he first, when, and he was a great orator, every Friday morning before he go for Jumu'ah, he first make two rakah salatul hajjah, asking Allah to help him. Not depending on his skills of oratory. And this particular morning, his son was looking and Papa Makam Lang. And when he went into the room, he found his father in sujood, gone. Subhanallah. Now, Sheikh uh, Abdul Hamid Kish used to tell us a story of a great alim. Uh, uh, when when uh, his life was like this, as I say, was he fro? Was that foreign to? As he say, fro? Nein, nein. If he says right, he says lift. And, and this was his life. And and his students told him, Ya Sheikh. Why don't you talak this wife, man? I mean, you're sitting with everything. You see, she's the opposite. And so, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kish told us, so this alim told the students, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, I can say, bang, I talak for her. Then, throw him with the other man. Then, he said, that bro of me, of a Muslim bro of me, a cop, she's that I must sit with the cop. That is just a, a point of, of a stressing of sometimes how we can have an attitude of, of, of opposing one another and, and it's not it's not helpful. So my dear listeners, uh, I would love to go back to the issue of beautiful character. And also part of beautiful character is to to identify and to admit your your, your bad attitude and then to rectify your, your bad attitudes and bad characteristics. That is part of beautiful character. And my dear ones, it is a fact that all of us, we've got a good and beautiful qualities. And it is also a fact that we, sometimes we have some bad qualities. But the challenge of this life is to rectify all our bad characteristics. And, and for the sake of Allah, we humble ourselves and, and we, 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 inshallah, identify our wrong, wrong attitudes and bad attitudes for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, Brother Shafiq, uh, to the dear listener that has asked us to repeat that hadith that I've said at the Nikah yesterday at Mew Street. It's a very beautiful hadith. It's a, in fact, it's a guarantee to the Jannah. And most probably this brother wants this one to uh, me to repeat it so that he can uh, remember. And at the same time, it will be a great benefit for all of us. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Idmanu li sittan atman lakumul jannata. Guarantee for me six, and I will guarantee you the Jannah. The first one, Rasulullah says, Ofu ida ahadtum. If you've made a promise, carry out your promise. If you've made a promise in the context of our program, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage, if you've made a promise to your wife, make sure and go out of your way that you're going to hold up, hold up your promise. For example, if you said to her, Fatima of Khadija or Aisha, Inshallah, I promise you in 10 years' time or 15 years' time, I'm going to take you for Hajj. Don't along the way, Feel ah, nay man, it's not the can mark me and uh, I can see no, no, go out of your way. 
Rasulullah says that will be part of your guarantee to the Jannah if you keep up your promise. The second one Rasulullah says, Uzduku Whenever you speak, speak the truth. Whenever you speak, speak the truth. In the context of marriage and the success of marriage, a husband don't lie to his wife. And the wife don't lie to the husband. Be open with one another. Because it's so damaging after a few years, if the husband find out or the wife find out that you've lied, it's very, very damaging. The third one, Rasulullah says, guarantee for me, you're going to carry out your responsibilities. Once again, in the context, there's a lot of responsibilities. But in the context of marriage, uh, Shafiq, on the day of, Qiyah, of Arafah, Rasulullah told the world and the men of the world, fear Allah in how you live with your wives. For two reasons. Allah has made her most private parts, her most private parts permissible for you and for you alone. See, it's haram on all the men in the world. But for you, the, your, her whole body, including her private parts, is haram. And the second reason, says Rasulullah, why I'm telling you that you must fear Allah and how you live with your wives, is because Allah has put this woman in your hands as an amanah. A trust. And that trust comes from Allah. You will be questioned the day of Qiyamah how you have lived with your wife. The fourth one, Rasulullah says, guarantee for me you're going to protect your private parts. And that will be part of your guarantee to the Jannah. Allah even says in the Quran, hafizun. Those people who have preserved your private parts, they will. that's one of the reasons why we will go to Jannah. Now these are the things that we need to openly speak today with our children. Because we live in a different world. We, we don't live in the time when my, 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 mother, my mother was a, a young girl. My mother said to her, Mima, the Oma, Mima, the Mesa, the Patrat, the Lamba, what they engaged with. Mama, take up, and if you all had only the Prativan Halambanina, that's my mama's time when she was a young girl. In our time, our children are being taught in primary school to have safe sex, have a condom. So that's why we need to be open to our children. We need to tell our children, my child, you are Namukallaf, and may Allah protect you. And me and my mother, I, me as your mother and your father, we will do everything for you to make sure that you will go to Jannah. But preserve your honor. If you have a serious feeling one day that you want to, you know, uh, uh, for, for, for the opposite sex, you come and speak to mama and to papa. And we will also feel that true. But don't do haram. And Allah says in the Quran, those people have preserved their private parts, they will go to Jannah. And we need to speak uh, about this Almost every day because we live in a time that only moral sex is widely open. Widely speaking. May Allah protect our Amen. children. The fifth one, Rasulullah says, guarantee for me, you're going to lower your gaze. I see other months, tennis But what I've said yesterday, Nikah, what is even more worrying, Brother uh, Shafiq, may Allah protect us, is the amount of Muslims that are looking at pornography. May Allah protect us. Rasulullah says, you lower your gaze. In, in other words, part of it, you don't look at pornography, that will be part of your guarantee to the Jannah. At this, in, in the same breath, we want to say, Rashafiq, if one of our sisters or brothers that are listening to us now, if you have sometimes, have many times, have looked at pornography, make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the time, and our time is running out. The last one, Rasulullah says, guarantee for me, you're going to protect, uh, you're going to keep your family together. That will be part of your guarantee to the Jannah. And how do you keep your family together? You must first realize that your family members, your brothers, your sisters, your uncles, your nieces, your cousins, they are human beings like you. They make mistakes. So if they did something wrong to you, you open your heart and you forgive, inshallah. Sheikh, we're going to end up with this one where there's about 25 WhatsApp 
yeah. questions and messages that came, came through, but this one I felt uh, just stood out. It says, Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh and Shafiq. Um, I lost my mom when I went on Hajj last year. Mm. Uh, there doesn't go a day, uh, a, not a day goes past that I don't miss my mom. Mm. I had the honor to look after her until the day I left home for my journey mm. to Makkah. I just hope that people can realize what an honor it is mm. to look after the parents. No, I just want to comment on that. My, my reading and my experience over the years is that Mama was such a good person eh, that these mothers, Allah grant that one of her children is in Makkah at the time when she died. Because, because that person that is on Hajj or Umrah, when they make dua, all the duas is accepted by Allah. Oh. So that is a way that Mama, Allah honors Mama and honor this person that is uh, uh, sending the worship that when you have made dua you definitely made dua Allah forgive my mama grant the jannah to fit those uh-huh. Allah has accepted that dua Alhamdulillah Sheikh we have a minute left I'm going to ask Sheikh to uh, end up with a, a short dua inshallah yeah. and um, may Allah guide and protect us all inshallah we make special dua for everybody for our elderly our sickly uh, and especially our youth Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us steadfastness inshallah and also a request for a dua for Anto Khairunisa Andrews who is currently at Victoria Hospital inshallah we make special dua for Anto Khairunisa inshallah bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim alhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salam ala ashrafil mursaneen sayyidina wa habibina muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam allahumma rabban nas adhibil ba'as ishfi wa anta shafi la shifa illa shifa'uka shifa'a la yugadir saqama nasallallahu al-azim rabbal arshil azim ayyashfi ummana khairun nisa wa jami'a marda al-muslimin اللهم اغفر لأهل القبور من المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخر حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد طب القلوب ودوائها وعافية الأبدان وشفائها ونور الأبصار وضيائها سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله شكرا شيخ السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته